Good evening, everyone. So it's an honor and a privilege to uh, speak uh, tonight. Thank you, uh, James and Rob, for trusting a French. Uh, <laughs> as I was preparing this devotion, um, my prayer was that in addition of sharing to you really what the, the Lord has put upon my, my heart, you uh, can understand me despite my accent, my pronunciation, and the, the several mistakes that I'm going to do <laughs> in my sentences. By the way, is it not interesting that it's a French who comes to speak to you at an American and uh, Canadian celebration? No doubt you are used to celebrate this time of gratitude since you were young. It's in your story. It's part of your holidays. Uh, it's not part of my holidays. Uh, you know that France, maybe you don't know, but Thanksgiving is not part of the holidays. And I have to be honest, I really like this this time. Not only because my wife is American, but really uh, because I think this time of Thanksgiving concentrates a lot of principles of the Christian life. And what I'm going to try to do with the help of the Spirit tonight is to skim over some of these principles throughout different verses. So, number one, I'm, I'm a teacher, so I like when it's <laughs> organized. When I give thanks, I recall to myself that all the blessings that I have received and I currently have now, I receive them from God. And not only I receive them, but I do not deserve them. And I automatically thought, 1 Corinthians 4, 7. What have you that you have not received? If you then you received it, why do you boast as you did not receive it? Everything we have, health, family, work, children, intellectual capabilities, physical capabilities, we are not worth of it. And to be grateful is to acknowledge that everything that we have in terms of physical blessing, relational blessings, material blessings, spiritual blessings, they come from God and they are ultimately given to me for free. And look at the implications here. When we are in an attitude of thanksgiving, we do not boast. We do not have to compare to others. We are in an attitude of humility. Second point, when I give thanks, I also acknowledge the goodness and perfection of God in what he does. But more precisely, not only in the things that he gives me, but in the way of the way in which he gives me things. 
And I found this little subtlety while I was studying James 1.16. Famous passage. Do not get lost, my brothers. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights. In English and even in French, you, you don't see that, but here there is two things. The first idea here, the focus is on the, the verb to give, where the second part is foc the focus is on the thing given. And that is extraordinary because God he, he not only gives us good things, but the way he gives us, which means the timing, the means, the instruments he uses, the goals behind are just perfect. When God operates, it's never random. And we know why. Because what he does is related to who he is. And we all know now that his character is perfect. The counsel of his will, according to Ephesians, is also perfect. So that's why when we give thanks to God, we also give glory to God. Because everything is perfect. And the glory of God, what is the glory of God? I struggled when I was a student, like, what is the definition? It's the, all the perfection of all the attributes of God. And that's what we, we have with, with our God. Number three, notice the beginning of the sentence. Do not get lost. How fast we are to forget or even sometimes to deliberately deny that God is giving us things. And this is very terrible when you think about. Famous passage here, I thought, Romans 1, 19. For what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him. The existence around you right now, the universe, the laws, the elements, and your own existence right now should, should always be a reason to give thanks to God. When Paul is talking to the philosophers in Acts 17, he says that in him, we have life, we have movement, we have being. So it's terrible to reduce the blessings to chance or to no higher power. And this attitude, brother and sister, has consequences 
Look at the, 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 the next. They became futile in their thinking. And after, what happened? Idolatry comes. What does it mean? When we do not thank God, something else or someone else finally is worship in our heart. See also how in 2 Timothy 3.2, Paul puts ingratitude next to ungodliness. And we all know that, that ingratitude breaks families, destroys relationships, because at the heart of the problem is pride, selfishness, and independence. So when we give thanks, on the contrary, we, sh we show that we are dependent to God. So now, let's get even more challenging. We saw the relation between uh, not giving thanks and becoming futile in your thinking. On the contrary, when we give thanks, and I speak that for me too, we do not argue, we do not complain, we do not look to what we don't have, or we don't look to what we may lose or have lost. On the contrary, we are satisfied with the present situation. And actually, this is the will of God for us. Let's look to 1 Thessalonians 5.18. In all things, give thanks, for such is the will of God in Christ Jesus towards you. I like when Paul is clear. Just one chapter before he said, the will of God, your holiness. Now he's saying, the will of God for you, give thanks in all circumstances. When we give thanks in any situation, we are walking by faith. We are walking by trusting God. We look beyond the circumstances. We do not look at ourselves. We don't look at the circumstance. We look at God. Our contentment is not depending on the circumstances, but on God. And we put in practice this truth, this beautiful verse, everything works for our good. That in abundance or in poverty, alone or with our beloved, persecuted or in a, a free country, God is active and is taking care of us. Like Peter saying, 1 Peter 5. I don't know your situation tonight, during this season. Maybe things are difficult. Maybe the circumstances are not as you would like them to be. But yet, it's possible to be thankful. First, just remember all the blessings that you have. Listen here. I'm convinced that more, the more we look 
at the effects of God's goodness in our lives, the more our eyes are open to the other effects of his goodness that we don't always realize. But even more, even better, look at Jesus. Jesus who gave himself for your sins, who went to the cross and died and paid the price because of your value. If you have placed your trust in Jesus, you have eternal life. You are blessed of all heavenly blessings. You have everything in him and through him. You may lose a lot of things or don't have anything, but you still have Christ. And like uh, Rob repeated, Christ is everything. If you haven't already placed your faith in Christ, the free gift is given to, to you. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. A quote that summarizes everything from a scholar of the 19th century, there is nothing more important than to cherish a thankfulness of heart sanctifying the Lord God in our hearts, having confidence in his goodness and also in the certainty that he has given to ourselves individually exactly the thing that is best for us. But the only way to be thus content, whatever may be our lot, is to look at God as dealing with us in Christ for eternity. Yes, we have been made for him. He is the reason of your existence, my existence. At the cross, Jesus accomplished everything so that you can experience what you have been made for, having a relationship with God loving him and experiencing his love. Three ideas as a conclusion. I would like you to think on this tonight and tomorrow. First, give thanks to God for answered prayers. I mean, the list goes on and on. How many prayers he answered. Number two, Give thanks to God for all he has given to you that you even didn't ask for. And third, while waiting for an answer to prayer, and whatever the answer is, give thanks to God that he is good and he loves you infinitely. Let's, let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you because your spirit is at work tonight. And we want to be thankful. And we want to not be only thankful with words. But I pray that in everything we do, in everything we want, 
in everything we think, we want to be in an attitude of gratitude. And this for the praise of the glory of your grace. Amen.